Hey, what's up? This is Basil Barrington. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. You know what we're going to talk about today? We are going to talk about my new video setup. Um, now, it's a setup where I am actually, I'm, you know, I, I mean, basically, okay, I'm, I'm just going to walk you through the whole thing, but, you know, I use Ecamm Live to record all of my video. So, at some point, what I was doing was I was, well, I was trying to use an old MacBook Pro. I think it was like a 15 inch even, right? It was a late 2020, like a 2015 or something like that. And it was just stuttering and, you know, lots of lagging and, you know, just nothing was synced up. And, you know, Ecamm Live gives you the ability to, you know, like add delay. Um, and it still didn't work, right? So, I was using my iMac to record video. You know, basically when I do the Behind the Groove podcast and I interview people, you know, I have a video portion of that as well. So I was, you know, using Ecamm Live with my iMac to do that sort of recording. But I was lugging my iMac from like video set to video set. I have about four video sets in my studio here at home. So I was lugging that big 27-inch iMac around, and it was just like, oh, okay, I got to set it up here. And, you know, that's like, you know, I wanted that to be really permanent, like in my recording studio, because that's what I use the iMac 27-inch for. It's like in my recording studio exclusively. So then Apple comes out and drops, like, the M1 devices. I'm like, whoa, okay, so, you know, they drop, like, the Air like the uh, MacBook Air, the MacBook Pro 13-inch, and an Apple Mac Mini M1. Now, I'm quite familiar with Mac Mini as a server. I set it up as a server, and I used to just goof off, you know, do some coding, you know, try to break things, you know, like in a sort of a terminal, sort of like command line sort of way, um, testing out new scripts and things like that. Uh, so yeah, it worked out pretty well. So I'm, I'm quite familiar with Mac minis. Um, so I said, okay, so, you know, they have two models. They have like this base model, which is like eight gigs and 256 gigs of, uh, storage. So basically, you know, it's eight gigs of Ram and 256 gigs of SSD storage. Now, obviously they have like this new M1 chip is system on chip. So basically Everything works from this chip, which is kind of cool. And then the second model, I guess the upgraded model was a 16 gig, 16 gigs of RAM. And then I think the SSD storage started at 512. But then, you know, if you ordered that one, it would take like a month and a half, two months to get to you. So I just went on ahead and ordered the base model Apple Mac Mini M1. Again, eight gigs of RAM. 256 gigs of SSD storage. Now, this will be, well, this has become thus far my video setup. So I'm going to just walk you through my video setup, okay? Everything is based on the Apple Mac Mini M1, again, base model. And, you know, before I even, po you know, posted this video about, you know, explaining my new video setup with Ecamm Live, which is Ecamm Live is uh, like a, a streaming software exclusive for Mac, you know, but you know, I, I record my video through this software as well. 
because it cuts down on the amount of time I have to edit the video and post. It's great. You know, you can throw your overlays on it, your B-roll. It's awesome. So, you know, I had everything working. Um, I tried it out and I was like, oh, okay, this works out pretty well. Now I have this small Apple Mac Mini M1 that I can move from video set to video set opposed to moving my Apple iMac 27 inch. I have this old Dell 32 inch 1080p monitor that's on a monitor stand which has wheels and it also has a little table or tray that I can set up or you know place my Apple Mac mini M1 on along with my uh, the other sort of device I have working with this and I'm going to again walk you through all the devices I have is a Google Wi-Fi mesh pod so I have four of those in my home I have one on each floor well I have three on three floors and then I have this one that I use as a floater so anytime I wanted to you know just connect really fast well faster because even Wi-Fi here with these Google Wi-Fi mesh, mesh systems I'm doing like 150 up and down if I plug up you know hardwire into the ethernet of one of these mesh systems you know I'm 250 300 up and down all day you can't you can't you can't touch this you know I mean so and you know when you're live streaming that's really the best way to go you want you don't want to really do it via wi-fi you want to do it hardwire ethernet plugged in okay so i have the apple mac mini m1 so obviously i also had to buy a keyboard because this doesn't come with you know a keyboard or you know a monitor or anything like that so i bought a, a wireless keyboard my second wireless apple keyboard i had the apple wireless mouse hanging around um so i was able to use that so those are the two right there. Those are that's the system right there. The Apple Mac Mini keyboard, wireless keyboard, wireless mouse, Dell 1080p, 32 inch monitor. Now the other thing I have connected to this is the big boy, right? I like to call now, you know, and I said this in my video, like I think thus far, like in 2020 anyway even maybe 2019 i'm not quite sure when this device first came out but the road roadcaster pro there is nothing else that came out when this device came out up to now that has been a complete game changer like this device right here the roadcaster pro has completely changed the landscape changed the entire industry in terms of podcasting everyone has this joint you know, everyone, they are killing this here. They are killing it with the Rodecaster Pro. They are killing it with the Rode Pod Mic. It's, I mean, <laughs> Rode is just killing it. So I'm able to now connect this to the Apple Mac Mini M1. But obviously, you know, with the Rodecaster, the, uh, it came with a USB-C to USB-A cable so on the apple mac mini m1 
the ports that are available there is a HDMI, obviously a gigabit, you know, um, Ethernet, headphone jack, and two USB-C and two USB-A ports. So I'm obviously using the USB-A ports for my webcams, be it, you know, my Canon or using my iPhone 11 Pro to connect with an Elgato Cam Link 4K. So, you know, I needed to, you know, basically purchase like a USB, you know, C to USB C cable and a USB C to USB adapter so that I can plug in my Stream Deck because that's the other device. Plug in my Stream Deck into this adapter so everything those two the roadcaster and the stream deck can now be connected into the USB-C ports very easy very simple so I'm plugging this thing up I'm, I'm working everything I throw in a couple overlays you know, you know bring in some guests you know and in terms of interview mode just to test things out and it is just blazing no fans are coming on it's quiet. It's really an awesome machine. You know, because now it really doesn't have to go anywhere to, I mean, just think about it like this, you know. Um, you know, that M1 chip, you know, all the processes that happen in a normal sort of Intel device, you know, things have to like speak to other sort of components. With the M1, you're just speaking to one component, the M1. So, you know, memory, everything else is like rocking off of this joint. And it's, it's just super quiet. Like I said, you know, I, I ran, um, you know, I brought in two guests, you know, just to goof off and, you know, just test the whole like connection. I'll see how the, um, the M1, the Mac Mini M1 works. Like I said, it works flawlessly. I really like this. And I really like having that, you know, fourth Google Wi-Fi mesh pod just hanging around. And now I'm able to use that exclusively with the Mac Mini M1. And it's hardwired and everything is working. It sounds, uh, well, not sound, but it is the, the connection is so stable. So I'm not getting any sort of like lag. I'm not getting any syncing issues. It's it's awesome. Um, I don't, I don't know what else to say. And it's just the base model. I mean, this is a $700 machine. I mean, if you think about it like this, right? So I just got my hands on a MacBook Pro 16-inch 2019. This thing is bubbled up. I have like 32 gigs of RAM, one terabyte, you know, SSD. I mean, that was like a $3,000 machine, right? So imagine that, right? So now you have an Apple Mac Mini M1 base model, $700. And let's say you just wanted like another laptop, you know, just to goof off, to travel with whatever. You know, you can go and get that, the new Apple, um, the, the MacBook Air M1. Even the base model, it has no fan. I mean, that's just basically, that's going to kill the Chromebook. It's just going to kill it. And now you have two devices for less than $2,000. Remember, again, that MacBook Pro 16-inch 
late 2019 with 32 gigs was $3,000, over $3,000. I think it was like $3,100 or something like that. And I mean, it's a great machine. I mean, it's, it's Intel, you know. Um, and, you, you know, I'm not even going to front. That's a, It's a great machine. It's a great looking machine. Um, it, is, it works flawlessly. You, you, you know, you can't front on that. But what's exciting about that machine, even though I don't know if I would spend, you know, $3,100 on a machine. What's cool about that is imagine what the MacBook Pro M1, MacBook Pro 16-inch M1 is going to look like. Wow. You know, it's, it's, listen, this M1, and I was talking to my cousin about this, you know, I was just like, dude, do you know what this is all about? I mean, like, they could possibly sell this chip to, like, server companies, you know, they could put this in servers, change the whole game. It's like, no, I don't think that can happen. I'm like, yeah, that probably could happen, you know, if... I mean, this the M1 chip could could uh, conceivably make Apple like a three billion dollar company. No, I'm sorry, a three trillion dollar company because it's already a two trillion dollar company. It went from like one trillion to two trillion in two years. In another two years, this could be Apple could be a three trillion dollar company based on obviously more subscriptions and you know this M1 just licensing that M1 chip out to different companies you know servers things of that nature it could work right so yeah I'm, I'm using this i'm recording and uh everything is working out fine and something else i did today and i mean maybe someone can leave a comment and let me know what you think but i did a test live stream on mixcloud and i have to say that i mean Again, this is my first time doing a mix, uh, a live stream. And, you know, it's, I, I used to, I've said in previous podcasts that I'm not quite sure about live streaming. But that was in a sense of live streaming as a DJ, right? I just live streamed as like a talking head, you know, just talking about stuff, you know, just talking about gear, talking about DJ stuff, talking about music production, talking about podcasting stuff that, you know, I have to admit that was kind of cool, even though it was live, you know, I, nine people came on too. Right. Um, but I did it on Mixcloud. Now remember Mixcloud is a DJ specific streaming service. And, you know, obviously Twitch is just, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a much larger platform and it's a bit more diverse in terms of the, the different genres of like streams you get, you know, obviously you get the gaming, you know, but you also get like the, um, in real life, you know, sort of like stuff. Um, you get the DJ sets. I think you can DJ on Twitch. The only, you're not going to get and how I understand it is you're not really going to get dinged but you will get dinged if you try to repost you know your DJ set but now I'm thinking about just doing it as you know just a live stream just like a talking head just getting on going live talking about stuff doing Q&A's and uh, yeah now that may be kind of cool 
But here's the thing about Mixcloud. You know, the, the UI just kind of, you know, weirded me out a little bit. So I did the I did the live stream test. And so, you know, I, I did it through um, Ecamm Live. Great. I mean, you know, I just put in like the URL and like the stream key and it was flawless. Everything worked flawlessly. So I know that's going to work flawlessly with Twitch because it's sort of integrated with Ecamm Live. And yeah, so I used it, you know. So once I was done with the live stream, I was like, okay, so where's the, um, I don't understand. Where's, okay, where's the stream now that I just finished? And so I'm, you know, looking at, you know, you know, just support, you know, tickets and everything. And it's just like, oh, it's in the unpublished section. I'm, I'm like, okay, where's the unpublished section? I couldn't find, I couldn't find the, the, the live, you know, stream I did. I couldn't find it on Mixcloud. So the UX, I mean, obviously the UX and the UI, the UX and the UI is still not as intuitive as you would think it could be. And again, it's um, it's not a huge platform. It's DJ specific. If you want to do DJ sets, it works really well. I have seen, you know, sort of talking heads, um, talking head, you know, sort of streams on Mixcloud as well. But, you know, I was that kind of weirded me out. So immediately after that and not being able to find the stream I just recorded on Mixcloud, I created a Twitch account. And it's just super easy i haven't i didn't do a live stream but everything was right there up front you know obviously amazon has the bandwidth to make this stuff you know make this software like um just a bit more streamlined you know the ui the ux that whole experience is going to be on point you know because again amazon has the bandwidth to do all that so yeah, I think uh, I think that is the key for me. I think it's not even doing like live streaming DJing and, and who knows, I may do that. And if I do, I may even do that like on Mixcloud. But I don't like the I must admit, I'm, I'm not really feeling a Mixcloud live software. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. But I do like and I do think that I am going to do some live streaming but as a talking head where I get on sort of do a behind the groove live podcast behind the groove podcast live and you know maybe something that's not too long I mean maybe I can you know spit off the uh, you know some news that's happening um, industry news uh, on a weekly basis um, bring in some guests things of that nature I think that'd be kind of cool you know um, so who knows I mean do I need to DJ live, like on a live streaming platform? I mean, not necessarily. Um, so yeah, I, I may look into you know. I think that's where I want to go in terms of live streaming. Just you know, publishing, doing my podcast live, um, and or you know, just covering industry news sort of stuff live, bringing in guests to sort of like talk to and interview you know 
for very short, you know, not like I'm going to bring in someone for like, you know, an interview this person for an hour, you know, just to bring in guests like, you know, for five or six minutes, ask questions, you know, maybe they are, you know, an expert at something and, you know, I can just get some information off of them. So something like that. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to like button this up. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment. And until next time, peace.